time for Soccer Card United. This is episode 176 of the greatest soccer card podcast in the world. It's Monday. I'm Jason. That's Enzo. Hello, Enzo. Hello, Jason. How are you? I'm tired. I'll be honest. I'm tired, but I feel fresh. Okay. Yeah. I'm um, tired, though. We had a busy weekend, but unlike other previous busy weekends, we weren't uh, traveling too far yes. to and from this one. Thank God. We spent the weekend at the convention center in Dublin, uh, down on the uh, the north wall of uh, the Keys, at Comic-Con Dublin, or Dublin Comic-Con, I think is what they call Dublin it. Dublin Comic-Con is the name. And uh, basically, you had been there in April or May? Yes, one of those months. Uh, with Faye, who people who have seen us at the London Card Show, of course, know Faye, he's a real character, former guest on the show, all that stuff. Uh, and you had a scope around because uh, you were trying to figure out is our trading card something that these people might like to could we do it I said could we do it could we rock up here with a table and have the kind of success we've had globally mm-hmm. we have that in our own backyard and if so what way do you do it of course this is not a sports event so can it be done of course we start stocking a lot of Star Wars we had from previous incidents and a few Pokemon boxes. Yeah. And a few other bits. and pieces. Dragon Ball Z boxes. Dragon Ball Z. We had it all. So the, the, the cross was there. And we were people pointed out to us that we didn't have Yu-Gi-Oh! We didn't have Magic the Gathering. Um, but we went out on a ledge and we said, let's do it. Let's try. Mm. Um, let's try not to have too much sports in their face. Because we kind of felt like this, as you said, this is like one of the days where a lot of people there are like, we don't need to think about sports. Yeah. So we needed to really show up the right way. I just I just learned just now. Tell me that this was their tenth anniversary show. Wow! Dublin Comic Con has been going for ten whole years. A decade. A decade of Dublin Comic Con. What's going to happen when there's a decade of Soccer Cards United? Um, geez, I hadn't even considered that possibility until just now. There you go. You said ten episodes. I said ten years. Ten years. Wow. Let's go. But yeah. So we rocked up. It was a definitely a different experience than we've had at any card show. Yeah. Um, setting up the day before was very fascinating yeah so on Friday we went down and we set up on the Friday and interestingly and uh, people who host uh, and run card shows be interested to know this I think because there's a lot there's a lot to to learn to learn you know because comic cons are big much more longer established than card shows certainly on this side of the Atlantic but even I would say in America comic cons go back before the national and stuff like that Um, maybe Maybe don't go on a ledge and say that. Say maybe. I'm gonna let me just see where, when the when San Diego Comic Con started. Uh, San Diego Comic Con uh, 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 since 1970, so that's 50, well, 53 that's, years. The national is that was his 44th annual. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, but close. Close, but I mean a 10 year. 10 of, years. Yeah. Um, so there's interesting stuff. One of the things we found out actually on Saturday, but we could have been told on Friday but weren't um, was we didn't actually book tables like you do at a card show hmm. we booked a square footage like yes. a booth a booth space and we were free to put whatever we wanted yes as long as because not everyone needs a table that's the thing that's fascinating because mm. you could be there just with photos with you know the way Lucas A just had a few yeah cartons or whatever but like for us we added two additional tables yeah which sounded to me like we had a table Yes, I thought we had three, and we're coming in with card card show brains. Yeah. So we're thinking this is all done in terms of tables. Yeah, so we're foolish, of course. Well, we're just we're yeah, foolish we're guys. <laughs> we went dead ignorant. Yeah, and we learned a lot. So um, we pulled it off. We pulled it off. I'm trying to see because I'm looking at uh, 
the social. I'm looking at their Instagram here. I'm trying to figure out, did we make any photos of us? I think we were purposely neglected. Ah. Because we didn't really represent. Were we here? We were in this area. This is the forum. We were in the, the ground floor. And to be honest, I didn't get to look around as much as I would have liked. You could have done. I could have done, but I just, I, I just, we were very busy. You were. And it seemed like all this stuff was going on. There was unbelievable... Cosplay. Cosplay. I mean, because you had been there and before. I hadn't. Yeah. And I kind of, I knew about cosplay and all that stuff and like, but I didn't expect it to be at the high level that I saw it at. Hmm. It was a very, uh, there's a dog barking. It's going crazy. There's actually two little dogs. Two little dogs. They sound so mighty. Hmm. Their bark is louder than their bite. Um, there's all this stuff going on in, in terms of cosplay. There was people playing Pokemon tournaments and Magic the Gathering tournaments. There was uh, panels. Autographs. Autograph signings. Um, and you know, when we went to the National and we got the autograph signing list, we were like, I don't know anybody on this list. Mm. I knew people at the National, at the Comic-Con signing list. This is a lot about you. You're not a sportsman. I'm not, I'm not a sportsman. I know the, you know, I've seen the Pokemon cartoon. Mm. But I haven't seen the 1976 Super Bowl. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Um, so we had a good time, basically. Yeah, we had a great time. It was a totally different clientele. A lot of it yeah. explaining. A lot of explaining. So we had... I'll, I'll just get for people here who are watching. Look at us. There we are there. Unbelievable. So this is only one part of the of the booth. It's only half a table. Yeah. But starting from left to right, and I'll explain it for the listeners, we had Star Wars stuff. Yes. We had some Pokemon battle boxes. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable hit. VMAX battle boxes. Unbelievable. Had them for like two years. Yeah. Never really had a method to sell them. WWE Select... Big and then hit. we're into the soccer. Yeah, soccer, all open hobby boxes and F1 and soccer, by the way, Jason. Uh, all oh, F1 was such a big hit. We didn't bring that on the I Saturday. Have a, I have a, uh, a take. A whole take on the F1 thing, yeah. Well, so we'll get to that. But we had um, all the hobby boxes, as you can see there in the photo, anyone that's uh, on YouTube, uh, opened up in pack configuration, which you very rarely get to see. Yeah, because at a, at a card show, we wouldn't do that. We'd say you want the you buy the box I mean wait, wait, how, in the hobby you don't really do that you rarely buy the pack like it is an option if you're in a hobby shop definitely an option at yeah. shows it can be an option we never really do it like I would be interested maybe to do that at the next show um, that we do maybe just to just to test it just to test it although in fairness it is really hard not to open the packs yourself yeah I'd say after about lunchtime on Sunday we were it fell apart in terms of our ability to withstand yeah we were exhausted and, and we could no longer resist the temptation just to open all the packs ourselves. Because they were there looking at us. Yeah. Um, we had some uh, Marvel annual stuff from Upper Deck. We had some Marvel Funko Pop stuff from Upper Deck. From San Diego Comic Con. We Sa picked that up at the National. And people knew about it. Immediately. Like I would say like one of the first people that came up to us was like, oh my God, you have those. There's a Scottish guy, a YouTuber. And he's like, you should get them at San Diego Comic Con. And we, we, he was like, oh, that's very expensive. Oh, God, I'd love to buy one of them. But it's very, he's like, are they getting released here? Is that why you have them? Like, they, and we are like, no, they're not getting released here. He brought them. Like, yeah. And eventually came back and bought one. Fair play. For full price. Fair play. Full escape price. Um, so you had questions about F1 on Saturday. And we brought some F1 then on Sunday. Yeah. And there was an experience we had with F1 that I noticed that I think is I've never heard I've never heard any of these so-called F1 card gurus or F1 people talk and you know talk about this ever mm. and it's interesting with the blind spots that you find when you 
get out of your comfort zone get out of your comfort zone pay attention because we're always paying attention you get into the real world you talk to real people real humans um girls women 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 and girls women and girls coming up and I would describe it as fangirling fawning fawning over F1 drivers and saying oh my god they have max cards oh my god it was like it was like when you see the old videos in the 60s of the Beatles and the girls are just screaming it was like you know Verstappen mania you know they they liked Verstappen and Leclerc and all the all the lads science science yeah and because of course F1 has a long tradition of, regardless of gender, like very diverse fandom um, in terms of that. Like a good, a good balance, I think, of attending F1 races and stuff you'll find compared to other sports. Um, but then also with the explosion of Drive to Survive mm. and what I would call like the, the memification of some of the F1 drivers as cultural figures instead of just... Uh, drivers. Just athletes, you know that was something I'd never seen at all the characters have F1. I've never seen anyone talk about the drivers and not just in a fangirl way but like with actual such affection hmm. and having a connection to the driver it was a completely different way that like a George Russell collector might have a connection to George Russell that you'd see at like the London car show or something they don't come up and go oh my god you know what I mean it's Russell yeah so one of them was like immediately put in like a bag chain as a display piece yeah or wherever I don't know, a wallet maybe something like that like to, to show to disp- just to have Max close by yeah and one of the or two of the the young ladies that came up kept saying to each other this is so ridiculous what we're doing buying trading cards of these guys these men you know and it's like that we I've never heard anyone say that as a way to grow the F1 hobby mm. because the people saying better images of the drivers yeah or maybe you could get driver cards into the hands of people who like the driver. Mm. Maybe you could market beyond your niche. You know, you could step out of your comfort zone. We definitely brought something totally different to Comic-Con. Yeah. Right? I think right there, uh, it's not on screen anymore, but I think we had planned to launch a different name prior to Comic-Con. Yeah, so that we wouldn't offend anyone with the Soccer United name. Because that banner was, was very highly hung. Yeah. And we especially got with the VIP early entrance, which we consider to be the hardcores. Yeah. We got we had no luck with the hardcores. They were like soccer. Mm. And they stay and they 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 were only short of spitting at the ground in front of us. Yeah. So what are you doing here? A lot of people kinda of giggling and smirking as they go by soccer cards. Yeah, and loud enough for us to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not loud enough for us to swing at them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um beyond that and this is maybe more of an Irish thing and I'm sure you get it across Europe and in the UK and everything but I think it's very prevalent in Ireland yeah I've never heard the word match attacks so mm. much in my life especially considering the wording of match attacks or promotional match attacks was nowhere near any part of our table we did not say match attacks at once all. we didn't have any match attacks I would say the match if we had if we had recorded the entire show with yeah. like one of those social media recording cams yeah 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 had our table recorded with good audio and we had a, a match attacks count yeah. going. It would have broke 100 over yes. that weekend. And just like the association, the branding association of if it's in a packet and it's football card, that's match attack. Yes. It's so like they, no one even, no one stopped and read and said, you know, no, they're match, oh, match attacks over there. They're match attacks. The, the, those boys sell match attacks. Yeah. We had such, such an amazing spread of things. Liverpool lineage like they just seen that and went, oh they have match attacks yeah 
It was like just this weird cognitive thing, and they all did it so. And loud. even and they were saying like they'd be like, "What kind of match attacks are these?" Yeah, and they were like, "Why is these match attacks expensive?" And I'm like, "The words you're looking for are cards." Yeah, these are not match attacks. These are not match attacks. These are cards. These are just cards. It's like and we did. We said if we had match attacks on this table, oh my god, we would have been millionaires by the end of the weekend. Billionaires. Yeah, we would have been broadcasting live now from a gold-plated studio. <laughs> if we'd had a few boxes of match attacks it was at Comic Con but it was like it was in, but again going back to the the F1 thing and the different ways of, of that fandom can operate and then going into this is like we're in a bubble yeah you know we talk about you know uh, fanatics talk about 10xing the hobby and and soccer being an important part of that and it's like but well, all these people want to buy soccer cards mm. they just desperately do not want to spend $100 or more like three hundred dollars on a box. Yeah, and the, like when you when you get to the tops, Chrome. Yeah. Four packs, four cards in a pack. Yeah. How many times did a parent say to a child, "And before you spend your money on this, there's only four cards." There's only four cards in there, and like we had one box of flagship there, which has eight cards in it. And that was the most popular box to get packs out of. Yeah. And like we had finest flashbacks, and I couldn't understand what was happening. Why was that not being bought? Like, because why, why did they have the association? I eventually said it's because Cristiano Ronaldo's on this box, which could have been. But I'm pretty sure Final Flashbacks has five cards per pack. I right. think it was purely based on number of cards per pack. Yeah. Was really... And price of the pack. No, but there was the same. Final Flashback was five as well. They were both oh, the was same. It? Yeah, same price right next to each other. I thought Final Flashback was more colourful, better stock. Uh, less kind of hits technically because only like one per box. Kind yeah. of, two per box. But yeah, it was a really bizarre experience. And it was one of those experiences you can only have if you're, if you're at the ground in the gutter getting your fingers dirty. Yeah. But it was insane. On the Star Wars side we sold we had some autographs Star Wars autographs yeah. and people always joke about you get Star Wars autographs of people you don't you don't know you never heard of and it's like this guy like was the puppeteer on this robot that was in it for two and a half seconds or whatever and we laid out all those autographs I priced them and I think apart from two they all sold we had a lot now they were like pro. I priced them like to comps yeah, yeah. like to sell now, I know this is a strange idea to some people in the hobby but when we go to a card show, we like to price it at a price that somebody could feasibly buy it at. Yeah. Um, and most of them sold, including like there was one that was like a Twi'lek, like an alien waitress. It was called Twi'lek Server. It was just a picture of an alien waitress holding a drink. And it was a, I think it was five euro for the autograph. But like, the fact that that's anything, mm. you know, and we had a conversation lots of times, it was like, Star Wars products were flying like this. The base cards were flying pictures. Like they had like a little section like the Grogu gallery. It was oh, all Grogu was going crazy. You know, we, we almost opened a load of Mandalorian just to get more Grogu. Yeah, because we couldn't get Cristiano Ronaldo on the table on the soccer side. He sold out so fast. Or Grogu on the Star Wars side. That was Cristiano Ronaldo base cards. Yeah, people loved them, and it was, I think Ronaldo, Messi, obviously Messi won the World Cup. Ronaldo, Messi, Garnacho were the three most requested players. Yeah, United are massive. Yeah, do you remember the people that said is that we had Liverpool team sets, we had um, Bayern team Which sets, sold very, Chelsea Liverpool team sold sets, very very well, and City team sets, and the amount of people that said is there one for Man United? Yeah, and we just have to we kept saying uh, the Glazers are ruling the the pricing of the trading card license with an iron fist, and no one's willing to pay it, and they just went, I hate the Glazers. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we had Barca, Bayern, Chelsea, and Liverpool team sets, and uh, they went well. Liverpool went. Very well, big club. Very well, big club in this side of the side, neck of the woods. Yeah, um, so it was really interesting the whole thing. Fascinating. Uh, we opened a Marvel annual box. 
Yeah, that was fun. Just to get some singles. He said, yeah, let's get the, the Star Wars singles was doing so well. We said, let's open the Marvel. We'll have a bit of fun. We'll put out a load of Marvel cards, sell those singles. And that's exactly what we did and exactly what happened. We hit a big Spider-Man as well, which yeah. currently sells for a good amount of money. And then a lot of the, a lot of the singles sold. People loved the single. It was great. It was a slow start with them. We got a bit worried and then they started picking up really yeah. fast. And so it was like, it was a, it was interesting because there was cards that we were selling at Comic-Con and we've had this at KitCon as well. These are like all the adjacent kind of Cons. things. But it's like, there are cards we were selling at that that we wouldn't be able to sell at a card show. Or anywhere. Or anywhere. But anywhere where there's card people, they would say, that's a base card. I'm not buying that from you. I don't care for base. You know, and it's not obviously kids are one thing. Kids, it's like a, a cool looking car with a picture of Garnacho. They'll say, "Can I buy that?" And if it's relatively cheap, the parents will buy it for them or whatever. But also on the on the entertainment side, you know, like we didn't have any numbered cards hmm. out because you very rightly observed that we're going to spend all our time scaring people off by trying to explain to them what That's serial numbering is. Yeah, they don't care. This clientele didn't care. Yeah. They wanted cheap, cheerful. They wanted their idols or their favorite characters or the favorite athletes or the favorite whatever. Yeah. They didn't care about anything else. They were not there to invest in a one of one. It was really interesting. It was fascinating. And it was still good. Like it's up there revenue wise with, with some of the card shows that we've done. Definitely. Yeah. Do you know, like it's surpassed. Like, I mean, I don't want to, I don't know. Well, I mean, we won't name specific card shows. It surpassed some of the card shows we went to this month, this year. Sorry. Yeah. So, and it was a lot of base and a lot of packs and a lot like it wasn't it was selling different things yes and we had a bit of Pokemon that did really well that obviously inflated the numbers a bit yes that's right um, and it was a lot of education we were explaining to a lot of people and thankfully it was actually now I feel real clever that we're our trade night is this Saturday because there was a lot of people that some people kind of knew and were coming up and chatting and we were saying oh actually next weekend we're doing a card only thing da, 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 and that's kind of getting a mm-hmm. bit of that was smart and on top of that one thing that I, I really want to do give the um I guess some of the streamers out there and the company tops in specific fanatics I don't know credit for is that there was some kids under the age of 10 that knew what Chrome was yes and knew like they were like that's Chrome and they got excited and one of them was like there's Chrome cards there's sometimes there's Chrome cards in match attacks yes and like that introduction purposeful introduction of rare Chrome cards into match attacks to kind of teach people Chrome is like a different level it's, it, it's creating that that neural pathway yeah it's happening yeah and like obviously streamers that are opening tops chrome and all the kids they were like that's chrome yeah, yeah yeah that's what like that's the thing i've seen people open that's different but the idea that you would watch say i don't know even if i don't know if castro riff stuff anymore does he i don't I, i've heard he's not streaming anything at the moment he's just doing his dallas fc thing okay or austin i'm not i'm not sure but let's say you're 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 castro and you're opening packs of tops chrome and you've got a very young fan base and they're watching it and then one day they get the match tags and then they get and they get the chrome card it's like oh my god it's like i'm like him castro gets you know then you walk into comic-con you see it there because you're not seeing that where you're seeing your match tags no you see it you do they have tops chrome yeah holy shit but that was very minimum that did happen but it wasn't like most of it happened a couple of times but even the fact that it happened a couple of times was amazing yeah stuff's happening but like a lot of it oh my god was that match tags match tags yeah and do you know as well like in terms of our so brand like, they, they, ha- they have uh, they were like they have Star Wars match attacks that's what someone said yeah I was like it's like that thing is match attacks taking over the term card it's like Hoover for vacuum cleaner that's what I'm saying or it's like Kleenex yeah for tissue I think in some parts of the United States they say coke when they mean any soda 
there you go it's one of those it's one of those such is the brand it's yeah, a yeah. strong brand it's incredible unbelievable um, somebody asked me the Pokemon or not the Star Wars cards somebody's looking and they say what game do you play with this mm, and I they said, were so confused this is no game so this is no game sir this is very serious I'm a serious collector but can I say the yeah. scrapping of Match Attacks Chrome in favour of UEFA superstars right in, in the context of this was great oh because imagine if we had Match Attacks Chrome on the table yeah. for example how confusing would have been to try to explain to people all of this isn't match attacks it's chrome and then here is like match attacks chrome you're bl- you're saying it's different but then you create this product that's the same I- yeah but you could you could argue the other side of that and you could say these are like because we always say to people if they're talking about chrome we say like it's like match attacks but it's like the next level of match attacks mm. match attacks chrome literally is that staircase effect I know but I don't I think it ruins what chrome is you're either saying chrome is premium or you're not like like you know Gucci if you will mm. aren't also setting up in pennies selling a few lower end t-shirts but sometimes uh, they, do. Uh, they do sometimes you'll get like I don't know you'll get like Gucci X Zara or something I just prefer superstars because how do you explain superstars the same way but it still segregates it and like superstars in fairness I think a lot of it was paper stock with some chrome kind of a thing I think that's what that was I wa- it was very funny because uh you have given you know given me some gentle slagging on this podcast for talking all the time about stock the stock that cards are printed on and there was a few times when for both of us explaining to people you see it's all about the stock that's printed on and the faces I was getting in return people were like why are you talking to me about what it's made of mm. like I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to ask you which pack I should buy for four, four or five euro for my kids and you're talking about you see the manufacturing process is very interesting for this <laughs> And to do parallels, they had to come up with a whole new process, you know. But how else do you explain it? I don't know, but it, it was it was a great challenge. I enjoyed it a lot. How do you feel about parallels on the front versus on the back? Because every time I tell people they're numbered, and they always turn to the back and look at the card number and go, "Like this one is sixty-four." I was like, "That's not what I'm talking about." Yeah, I I was I was struggling to explain serial numbering so much that I'm starting to think I don't understand serial numbering because yeah. at, at one point. Uh, remember the kid bought a pack of Barcelona Chrome came up and he was uh, saying I got a a parallel and then his dad flipped it over and goes oh yeah yeah look there's only 99 of those in the world and I was going right there's only 99 of those in the world but there's also 75 of 75s and 50 like I knew in that moment the dad did not understand because it's like it's I would just say like it's like oh there's not only 99 of them it's like yeah there's only 99 of those ones that are numbered to 99 but I'm not sure you he's not thinking like see these are purple there's only 99 purple ones but that's how it is because the very term parallel means like these are all in parallel yeah 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 you put them next to each other they're all in this parallel lane yeah and they all but I think that education piece I think we need to put together an educational document if we ever do an event like that again yeah just hand it to people uh-huh. with a lot of information so here's the story here's what here I can't I can't explain it but here is the manufacturing process yeah here is all the different releases here's what one chrome autograph means do you know the way sometimes um, so I'm ready to go mad if you're in a in an art gallery or before you go on a roller coaster or whatever let's say it's like let's keep it hybrid let's say you're at like the Picasso Museum come on in Paris right me and uh, you're walking around and you're like oh this Pablo Picasso guy so I, some of this stuff's really weird I don't get it 
and then it's like the exhibition is on like Picasso's early work and then all of a sudden you walk into this dark room there's a video playing mm. you sit on a bench with other people you sit there awkwardly and there's a thing on a on, on, a, a, loop. on a wheel yeah and it explains you know and it's the same thing for you know for people coming in over same five minute documentary over and over again we could have a little room off to the side I would love that where you go in and there's just a video playing on it and it's the two of us so you've stumbled upon the Soccer Cards United booth at a card show you probably have a lot of questions luckily we're here to help is this match attacks no yeah. let's get rid of there's, there's two words you probably think of right now match attack get rid of them Get rid, throw them out throw them out That's not, it's not that yeah it's so close to being that now I want to do you know what I want to do book out a gallery yeah and set up and literally have like big paintings an exhibition exhibitions on the walls with different little things explaining like the whole timeline of the hobby yeah and then have those little rooms and just we could promote it like crazy and get all the people there yeah It'd be unbelievable yeah yeah we'll call it a match attacks meet up in the, in the national gallery of Ireland mm. then they'll all flood in and then they'll be caught it's like an intervention yeah gotcha we could have a we could have like a performance art piece where it's you in a glass box uh, with a shredder uh, covered in match attacks like a ball pool mm. and you're shredding whole match attacks into shredded match attacks and it's slowly kind of coming up to your you're in there for 48 hours or something then we melt it all down and turn it into chromium stock That's something like that there's something here that we've just stumbled upon everyone's doing card shows we're doing this yeah we're doing kind of concept art Vogue. around this stuff you can get on the cover of Vogue my uh, I have friends who uh, come to think of it not very nice friends oh who give me a lot of grief for selling match attacks for a living <laughs> and whenever I see them they'll say they'll say how's the match attacks going and I go I don't sell match attacks <laughs> this is a serious business I've got an international collectibles business um, this is not a game I say <laughs> <laughs> this, is this a game to you yeah it's not a game to me it's how I pay me bills and it was happening so people whispering match attacks as they walked past the oh, table it was happening so much that I could have sworn there was a hidden camera somewhere it was a joke and I had like friends up in a booth going like impractical jokers impractical yeah. joker style go past and say match attacks not out in a quiet voice you know <laughs> it was like it was almost a prank how often people were asked about it was match insane. attacks it was insane but that's very good it's great because if you were in say it's 1952 and you're trying to sell tops baseball cards mm. And everyone's walking by your booth in New York just before you dump all the mantles in the Hudson River or whatever. And everyone's walking past going, cigarette cards, look, the cigarette cards, oh, chocolate cards, you know. You'd be like, God, they're not cigarette cards. But you're on the right track. Yeah, you're getting there. It's, you're, you're one away. You're only one step away. Hmm. We seen one of the, one of the guys from, from Irish Radio was there, walked by. He looked, kind of looked at us as a walk by and I was like... Yeah, Dermot Whelan. I was on your show. Mm. I was you. I spoke directly to your face. You invited me on. Mm. You didn't come up and say, "How's it going, boys?" Yeah. Now you you pointed out to me that they they have people on every single day, every single for all sorts of bullshit. But you'd remember this. Yeah. Well, nice. I also pointed out to you that there he has a co-host called Dave, and Dave was very interested, and Dermot was kind of slightly bemused. True. Um. But say hello. Uh, if only Dave had been there. Only they didn't split. And Dermot's just left the radio to go and start his own business. We could have had a chat. Fellow entrepreneurs. Yeah, fellow businessmen. Fellow businessmen, you know? That's, he'd be like, you're not a businessman, you sell match attack. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's not a game. 
What game do I play with these? Someone said, oh, like Top Trumps. I was going to strangle them. <laughs> it's hard to say it's not match attacks, but then also say, but Tops make it. Yeah, Tops do make it, and like. But it's not that. And yes, I have this graded Erling Haaland match attack, Sal 13, and it is 300 quid. But. But I don't do match attacks. It's not a game. Except on very rare occasions. That's the thing, because if we expanded to add match attacks in, would it just get even? Like, it's almost like we can't. You can't do both. I don't know. I mean, obviously you can do both, but like, you can't. Like, if you do both, then it's confusing her and or it's perfect. I don't know. Because we had turbo attacks, and I, for the life of me, I do not know how we had them. We had three tins of turbo attacks. And we just, when I was grabbing, someone was telling, saying, I collect the F1. This was the Saturday. I collect the F1. Do you have yeah. F1? And we were like, yeah, we're thinking our heads. We have Sapphire at home. We have Chrome. We have some Dynasty, you know, a bit of everything. Mm. Uh, Chrome Light. I'm doing the Tops F1 set. I was, I'm doing, trying to do a complete set. And I said, oh, this is unbelievable. You know, we have a, we have a card show actually going yeah. on on the 19th. We have a little meetup. And then she goes, uh, she said something. I don't know. She said something that gave away it was Turbo Attack. don't know what she said. I don't know either. And I kind of looked and I said, she's talking about Turbo Attack. And I was going to go fucking mental. And then I remembered we had two tins. Right. I, and I just said, oh, I have two. I don't know how I got them. I genuinely must have been in a goodie bag or something. Yeah, I, I'm so close to remembering, but I can't quite get there. We somehow ended up with TurboTac tins. Like three of them, no more than three. And so I just brought them. The box said they were worth eight euro. You know, they have a print. No, do you know what it was? What? It was when they had the Hamilton fire cards. Uh, you had to order a tin and you got the free fire insert oh there you go I did it okay so there so we had them we just had them knocking about so I said alright I'll bring them I put 8 euro on both of them because they said they were 8 euro the girls came back the next day bought the two of them and I said I just made 16 euro yeah. on some stuff I just had chilling in my house yeah that were like ready for the bin from you know genuine I was like oh they're in the way they were yeah. so small I was like it's fine um, but yeah TurboTax but then we had Chrome Light then opened up as you see in the photo there um, that you've seen her yeah Jason's going to put it on screen with, with, and that was the only box maybe with flagship flagship that and Champions League flagship fully sold out of packs and in fact there was more demand for the F1 we only brought one light which I think has like 16 packs in it and at the very end they were trying to buy like 8 packs or something and we had yeah. like 6 left Yeah, and we didn't have any other boxes because I was like I literally only brought one of that because initially I was like I'll bring a load of F1 then when I realised they were talking about turbo attacks I was like I'll bring one yeah. and we kind of said like F1 fans are as nerdy as Comic Con people like some of them you know they, yeah. they have that crossover so it could actually be really good to bring that and we brought it and it did well um, and I'm actually excited about them opening them packs and having that kind of experience of these are different these are chrome and hopefully they get some nice images of drivers yeah, 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 yeah. because then you're just wondering you're kind of going how do I get more of that Yeah, how do I get more of that people who F1 car uh, F1 fans talking about cars often sound like Star Trek fans talking about the design of the Starship Enterprise mm. um, another thing speaking of Chrome Light and Chrome and Flagship and all that stuff mm. one of the other uh, <laughs> linguistically kind of difficult concepts to explain is the concept of a guaranteed auto because it's like in this box you are guaranteed an auto but not in every pack in one of the packs in this box I don't know if that auto is gone yet or not in this box you will get an auto every once in a while but not necessarily in every box there's no guarantee of anything mm. in this pack in this box that's also the case but either less or more so and 
Chromochromolite might look exactly identical. When yes. you're going to pick up packs, you're wondering why one is one price and one is a higher price. Yeah. And they look identical. Because when you're buying... See, when you're buying a box, there's a guaranteed auto and a not guaranteed auto. Hmm. But when you're buying packs, it's just... It's all about frequency. It's per pack. It's not actually per box. Hmm. So there is no guarantee anything. The only thing... They, there's only four cards in that pack. Yeah. That's where, like, Panini kind of get away with it. Like, if we had opened up the Mosaic, it would have said 15 cards in a pack. And they're all bullshit cards, but they didn't care. I suppose, because we we opened Mosaic, cards. and the problem with Mosaic is... There's too many cards. What am I going to do all these cards? But if you're if, if we had, if we could have had them out there going, oh, for, for 10 euro, this pack gives you 15 cards. There would have, I reckon they would have been a hit. Yeah. But we're not trying to push that agenda. We're no, I don't want that anymore. Like, I don't want to hire what, a print run. One of the good things is... We open the rest of the packs of the WWE Select. Yeah. We open the rest of the Chrome. Yeah. And in both of them, we didn't get an autograph, which means... It's out there. Some person who just decided to buy a pack, who didn't know nothing about the hobby, three or four or five times maybe throughout the weekend. Yeah. Opened it and had that experience of getting an autograph card and being like, what in the world is this? And yeah, so that's... So presumably, I hope I really hope we get we hear from those people I want at least one person to message and say hey I bought a pack from you I got this what's it worth and I want it to be like the 101 Garnacho Super Factor yeah autograph and then I'll just be like uh, 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 uh. it's okay. worth more than it should be but it's it's good um, in terms of sealed boxes we saw one chrome hobby yeah full chrome hobby yes. a lot of Liverpool boxes a lot of Liverpool boxes some Chelsea some City WWE Select a few of them and a few Star Wars Chrome 2023 very exciting and Pokemon obviously we had those battle boxes yeah, yeah, yeah. they were selling like hot cakes it's good fun really good fun I, I, in general if I could just on Comic Con I'd never been there before I'd heard all sorts about it I was really impressed by the, the cosplay and all that stuff I was also just kind of a little bit um, now most of you are very very busy but in terms of my uh, the few moments I had and all my thoughts uh, I was also very kind of touched by the whole thing it was a good community everyone was so nice having a great time not to us though not all the time sometimes they were like it's a match attack sucker ha oh, ha why is sucker here ha oh, oh. ha yeah and that's that was a bit snarky that's a bit snarky but like well, we were very very external to the whole thing yeah y- y- that's to be expected if you're if you're intruding mm. you know and we ended up having positive but in terms of like the the tone was so nice there were people uh, a very diverse group of people there you know like um it was a very accessible venue in terms of like people with mobility issues and all that stuff. There was families. There was just all ages, all races, creeds, all that mm. stuff. You know, it was just a lovely, lovely time. So I'd like to, to congratulate the organizers for doing that over ten years. The last retail um, pet peeve, I guess we had, mm. was the women's knockout. We didn't sell any of those boxes, but we really feel like we would have if there was images of women on it that way it was very very clear yeah. this is like actually a women's box and I know like for Chrome there is and like even like other sets like the there's, there's other sets that do show it Yeah, I think that's kind of we saw the few Barcelona Chrome t- uh, packets and I think that's because the women were on that Yeah, but I do think if there was if you're just a casual person walking in you've never seen any of this before it might be very hard to see that that is a women's box do you know what I mean Yeah. So, but that, it is what it is yeah, I mean, there's no picture of men on no. top skull. That's what I'm saying. And there's none on, like, the men's knockout either. Yeah. But it's just, and so I suppose it's more so waiting for those women's sets to kind of come out. Like, women's chrome, if they had been out in time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon those packs would have really went. 
really well. Yeah. But it was great. It was a great experience. It was obviously different. It wasn't a card show, right? It was a totally different thing. It was like we just basically set up a stall somewhere as simple tradesmen, simple merchants. Yeah. And just rocked up. And it was almost... I was... To be honest, it was like after so... Being at London and being at the National and having so many conversations with everybody who doesn't just know what they're talking about, but like really knows what they're talking about. They're deep. They know things we don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are telling you stuff and you're like, oh... Didn't know that. Didn't know that. Probably didn't need to know that, but that's interesting. Mm. Um, to have this other side of it was just, I feel... Refresh, like, refreshing. Yeah, I feel tired, but fresh. You I, had a reality check. You spent the last three years of your life selling match attacks. As a yeah, little. yeah. And you had a few real people talk to you instead of talking to all of these hobby heads that we, yeah. all, that we do all the time. You're, you got out of your bubble, Jason. That's right. Touch grass. Touch a bit of grass and you're a different man for it. Yeah, I feel good this uh, Monday afternoon. There you go. So that's Comic-Con. We did that. We did it. Right. Um, let's talk about some uh, products. Uh, oh, yeah. Enzo, you've been impressed. Oh, my God. By Tops UCL Sapphire. Notice how I said UCL, not UCC, because it's the way for Champions League product. Listen. You've been impressed by Sapphire. I think it looks beautiful. Yeah. Um, there's obviously controversy about the frame, which we talked about last time, the border. Um, but the Sapphire selection as a two-per-case hit look beautiful. Right, yeah. And um, the parallels of that look beautiful. And obviously, the main the main thing to complement, apart from the image variations, which again are also wonderful, is the autographs. You know, mm. they fall roughly one per case. I think it's one in 34, so about one per three cases. Sorry, one per three case, but one in 34. When, you, when you're watching breaks, you're seeing them, right? If people are going through a few cases, you're going to, you have a fairly decent chance of seeing an autograph. And as we said in the last show, like having a kind of. Um, chase autograph as opposed to like a guaranteed helps differentiate it makes them a bit rarer sapphire autograph yeah. and it gives it a lot more weight the same way sapphire cards have a lot more weight to to normal cards because it is they're not there just aren't supposed to be as many of them so yeah. even a base card the supply should be low yeah um i'm not sure if there is base autographs it might just be numbered but i'm not 100 sure on that i haven't seen enough but i've seen only colored so far i'm pretty sure and uh, but the main thing is that the super factor so the one of one autograph is not a pad padasha had Paradasha. Yeah. They are literal top sapphire super factors, which looks so, 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 so good. I have uh, some examples of some cards You've here. You've got some gold. For me, it looks good. I think the price is holding up really well. It looks like a fun set. It looks like a set that you can open with a bit of more joy than you could with last year's box because you have that chase. Image variations like this, Erling Haaland. I believe that is his image variation. And we're not hearing reports of... Uh, messed up boxes messed up boxes that's something people forget about last year's set is that there are some boxes out there with no parallels in it that was that, like, that which was, derailed it as soon as it came out yeah it a, became a disaster that was the story of last year was that. the fact that um, it came out and people were not getting any parallels so once you have that introduced yeah the product is gonna is gonna struggle whereas this year it's smooth release it's people seem to be getting the the parallels that they're owed um, and me, it's all good. The image variations are so good. Like the, there's a Ronaldo one there. You might you might see a pop up, Jason. This there, one here. There you go. Looks like that's what you want. You want these images of celebrations. I love it. Like the Haaland is class. And yeah, Sapphire selection removes the borders, which a lot of people like. Um, because the yeah, borders like are I mean, that for me, the Sapphire selections are are the. To go to because I'm gonna go on record and say I don't like the border. Yeah. Um, 
and I don't have to like it. Do you like that as kind of a mugshot style thing? It's not an action shot. It's more of a. I mean, I prefer the images on the right on the base cards, but I do think Sapphire Selections. This is like the kind of thing you'd get on the Sky Sports lineup yeah, yeah. graphic. Yes, do you know. So that's that's at least kind of consistent. The I like when the words and the images uh, match. Yeah. Um, and I just think that full color sapphire. I just. Yeah, it is different. That's it. That's what I want when I get a sapphire card. <laughs> that's what you want. That's what I want. That's a bit of me, you know. Um, I'm excited to try get some. I'm excited to see how it, do- it does over the month. Um, yeah. I'm excited to see more autographs get hit. Yeah. I haven't seen a Messi yet. I really want to see a Messi. You haven't seen a Messi autograph? autograph. No. I'm pretty sure it's in there. It's on the checklist. I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure. It is for sure. Selection. Like I don't even know what image it would have. Um, or would it be his normal selection image? Oh, I need to check. Um, I think it's good. It's long overdue. I'm happy that there's actually chase cards now in Sapphire again because again, refractors used to be worth a lot more. Base card, uh, base card sapphires were the equivalent of refractors. So PSA ten did well, but that those days are kind of gone. Um, mm. And now you have you have this. For anyone watching the YouTube, you can see the kind of Miss Sports cards here on Instagram posted the Jamal Musiala Superfractor Sapphire Auto Hit. Um, so again, not a pad pyrodesha. This is like, this is interesting. The combination of the Superfractor overlaid on Sapphire is like very like, put your sunglasses on kind of thing. <laughs> you know, it's like, whoa. It's beautiful. Um, But it's, it's interesting just to have these kind of like all different stuff going on you know yeah I, I hate when we get a set come out and it's like uh, maybe we'll talk about one of them today where it's like alright well so that's that you know we've had we've had loads of those that we talked about on the show where it's like so this is this this is this this is this and like like Mosaic we were talking about Mosaic has a, has a tendency to be like that yeah where you're like so it's this and this and this and that's basically it there's nothing really to there's not a lot going on here um, and obviously it's hard because all this stuff has to be designed every year but it's moving parts help a product. That's it. You know, I'm looking at the Vinny Junior Sapphire selection up for sale, and I just I love I love it. They're all as you said, they're mug shots that you would see at the start of like a lineup. Who's in? Yeah. Who's not? Who's been selected? So now now when now you're opening, you're looking for image variations. You're looking for sapphire selection. You're looking for autographs. You're looking for the parallels, of course, the sapphire parallels. I think it's just made it a, a richer product, a better product, which is good. Yep. So this is the the Sapphire is back. Hashtag is back. Sapphire. But I've seen people get real hyped about the Jude Bellingham Sapphire autographs. I'm going to say it. it's not his first one. He's got them in Bundesliga. Sapphire, Sapphire last, last year. year very yeah. SSP. We have an off 25 PSA 10. That is a pop one. Because they just don't come out of boxes back then in Bundesliga. Mm. Understand. Interesting stuff. Listen. Moving on to another uh, beloved set more so than Sapphire in the last couple of years by the yeah. soccer community is Merlin Chrome now Merlin Chrome has been talked about as being in peril is this the end the beginning of the end for Merlin Chrome because now we have UCC products all over the place Merlin's not the exception anymore what's going to happen what's going to happen well on Wednesday we're going to find out because Merlin Chrome's coming out yeah Um, 150 card base set uh, highlights key players stars and rookies from across the Champions League Europa League and Europa Conference League am I right in saying Champions League Chrome is a 200 base check I think so 
UCC Chrome. Yeah, yeah, UCC. Yes, I believe. Should make this a shorter print run product, of course. I think so. I think so. We got Arda Guler, uh, the young, uh, the Turkish Messi. They're calling him in Turkey. Yeah, first appearing in in a product now. Yeah, uh, you have Figo who insists on signing autos for uh, both Real Madrid and Barcelona, as far as I know, mm. um, which is funny. Uh, Sorcerers is back. Dennis Bergkamp, Aegis Alchemy. We see here in the concept art. Renaissance is back, and Renaissance I think looks better than it Did last has year. before. Yeah, um, looks phenomenal. Um, so it's a classic uh, four cards per pack as we were trying to explain at Comic Con <laughs> 18 packs per box 150 card no checklist so far yeah crazy we've seen some first looks yeah but no checklist it's appeared out there on I the have, timeline and on eBay I think and it's never good when people are opening a product before a checklist is public yeah that's uh, you're finding things out you're finding things out as you see them yeah I don't love that hmm. but you know it, it's hard to please this stuff um, let's see if we can have a look here there's a Arda Guler Mojo Mojo's back Mojo Parallels are back this is to 99 uh, in a Fenerbahce kit you got the nice auto there that has $305 on it with 6 days left yep the, the hype for him is very real yeah he Good is work. injured yep. so hopefully he comes back and plays again this is a new refractor, I think I'm right in saying. The Vintage Merlin Refractor. Yeah, it's really like the old school many. head to the stickers, I believe. Yeah. I think we just bought a page of 2003 Merlin stickers that have this... Uh, style. Style on them. Um, I love this. That gets a big thumbs up from us. Yeah. This is great. Now, obviously, this is like... I guess, like, people find us flashbacks. Yeah, we're getting a bit of that now. Yeah. This is our heritage. People are looking at that going, I don't know... What that means. That's... Yeah. Um, but that's cool uh, Mojo's back is Atomic back I'm trying to because that I've, reminded I me I of believe, Atomic I believe Atomic is back is it because we I like Atomic I could have I've seen it yeah um, so there's not a lot right now up there just a few bits on eBay that have kind of leaked out sneaked out um, yeah I can't find it I could have, could have sworn I've seen an Atomic of somebody mm. I think we did see Leander cards on Twitter posted this. Oy. Interesting, like now that Ronaldo's gone to Al Nasir, we're seeing him appear in all sorts of different kits in mm. these types of products because I think they're allowed now use him as a legacy player. I think like when he played for United, say he's under their rights. Yeah, they couldn't be publishing him in a Real Madrid and a Sporting Lisbon kit, but now that he's out of Europe, basically, I yeah. believe they can, which is cool. Interesting. Just gonna see if the undercards posted any other hits from Safira. From Merlin. Look at that. So these are the ones are I guess that we yeah. saw on, on eBay. eBay. Yeah. There's it's one like, I guess if you, if you're breaking the product, Jason. Yeah. You'll know you have a sapphire selection as you're opening the packs because you won't see that border. You'll see that full full bleed. This on sapphire, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. that could have been partially designed for the opening experience. That's interesting, yeah. Borders versus non-borders and kind of being like, by the way, Sapphire Selection is the chase here. Mm. And I, that's the same. Sapphire Selection is all the autographs. So when you see that, you're kind of going, if you get like a Sapphire Selection uh, parallel, you're going, oh, is it an auto? Is it mm. an auto? Any check. You must remember, it's all part of the entertainment as well. Very good. If it, I have to say, if someone from Top's design team is listening and would like to confirm that, I will buy them a pint. 
confirm or deny that if they did that for the opening for the subtlety of the opening experience yeah i will take them out and buy them drink all night because that's fantastic and i don't believe that you don't believe it i that's a level of detail that i believe it i'll tell you why i believe it you're a very kind soul no 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 i believe it because they're pushing breaking so much yeah especially with uh, the breaker what's that thing called in uh, baseball the breaker breakers product. delight breakers delight like to me there's a huge huge like fanatics live breakers 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 that are, then you're sitting there what can we do for breaking and that definitely comes up as a suggestion and subsequently gets implemented i believe wow that's my belief that's it now that that theory makes sense even if it wasn't intended i think they'll claim it yeah well now i'll never know you'll never know but i believe it was the experiment is is ruined void um but that's a a level of of visual uh design that we really don't see very often in the hobby there you go uh okay let me see what else we're talking about here are you looking forward to that one weekend that we have free i can't wait two weeks time yeah yeah what are you gonna do nothing just nothing just nothing i think i want to get an ice cream yeah that's a good idea Bundesliga Chrome uh, came out right. and I guess we'll talk about that because one thing that people were saying a lot at the National Enzo mm. when the Bundesliga came up and uh, you know this as well people were saying they've got to do is put legends in it Yeah, and I was sitting there thinking how many Bundesliga legends are these people name? Wow. Do you know what I mean? Wow. Like, who are you thinking of? You're thinking of Ian Robin you're thinking of Ribéry you're thinking of Miroslav Close. You're thinking of Luca Toni. Get him in. But that's not. That's like that's too modern. It's too modern. So I mean, it's like if your memory goes back as far as 2012, I'm not sure legends is exactly what you want. You you get your Jared Muller. Get him signing again. I don't care. He's dead. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't care. All right. <laughs> anyway, they did. They put legends in. Class. So now we'll see how. There's Matthias Samler for Borussia Dortmund. Is that the fella someone tried to trade us at? Yeah, an autograph, yeah. yeah. Wouldn't take a Kyogo for Ashi in a trade-up challenge. Thank God. This, talking about borders and non-borders, the Bundesliga Chrome design hmm. has gone for what I would call corner borders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two corner borders. Um, and I think, I really like this design. I just wish we could get rid of that whitening up at the top left corner. Give me full, give me full colour, please. What do you mean? Like so, you have. I don't mind this here down the bottom of the card with the the crest and the player name and all that stuff. And you've top scroll up here, and then across here the Bundesliga. They need a background for the Bundesliga, I guess. Mm. But I would love to just take away that white strip, and let this all be full blade. Full blade. That would be nice. Just you see here, this looks like almost like there's a card underneath that. I don't like go down. Like your man has a proper background there. That that red card here. Yeah, yeah Musiala has a proper background fans in the stadium whereas, yes. whereas I need to get rid of these kind of nonsense backgrounds right give me more fo- like what's that what is that one at the top this airborne. one here airborne so that's that is a photo and the photos he's been taken to the front of the photo and the rest of the photos have been faded out and they've put other stuff don't do that around here but the parallels of that probably look nice though. yeah I don't know the highest we're back in bonus Chrome with the uh Highest parallel as two nine nine. There's two of those. There's purple and aqua bubble. Then there's two seven five aqua bubble wave. Then there's X factors. Aqua bubble wave. Aqua bubble wave. Everyone's famous. Everyone's favorite refractor. 
Blue refractor, blue wave. Green refractor, green wave. Pink refractor, pink wave. Gold refractor, gold wave. Orange refractor, true orange. Black, red, and super. Mm. And there is no Bundesliga chrome light this year. Or flagship. Or flagship. So this is... The Bundesliga has been put... They've stopped it. Yeah. They said stop the madness. Yeah. Which is a sign. I know they have dual and triple autographs. Yeah. Come on. So, here's your wonders of time. Here's your legends. Let's go. Miroslav Klose is in. Absolute legend. Franz Beckenbauer, who has seen sign for tops for a little while, is in. Legend. Horst Hrubesch for Hamburg is in. I don't know. Pierre Labarski for Cologne is in. Cologne legend. Andreas Bremer for Kaiserslautern is in. Thank God. I know you were getting worried. I was. I thought I'd seen Philippe Lam there, but not quite. Not quite. Not quite. Um, so there's some interesting stuff in here. Got some uh, triples. Jude, Adiemi, Nico Schlotterbeck. Can I say? Norman. I can yeah. only imagine some of the legends from the Bundesliga back before they properly promoted themselves. It's been a league of vibes for decades. I can only imagine some of the players we don't know about ourselves, Jason, mm. that are beyond our time, but yeah. that played for like Freiburg. Oh, and yeah. They were like Lars Bender, but for Freiburg. Yeah. Unbelievable. Be incredible. Uh, Paul Wanner, Jamal Musiala and Thomas Muller on the Triple O for Bayern. I don't know who Paul Wanner's agent is, mm. but I'd like him to represent me in all future negotiations. This fella has more products he's in than senior appearances for Bayern. Jesus. It's crazy. How did he do it? How does he do it? How does he do it? I hope the mayors have closer images nice because that is a proper, proper legend. Proper card. Proper, proper card. Is it? Have you? Is it on eBay? Yeah. I feel like I've seen one of them. Right. But I don't know. But like JJ Okocha. Yeah, lovely. Get, get him in. Get Here him. we are. Give me an Owen Hargreaves in a Bayern Munich jersey. Uh, I've seen twenty eighteen. The twenty eighteen World Cup. That's one of the problems. It's like you want the legends in, but like in soccer, a lot of legends are selling for pennies. They have autos. Yeah, Panini have done it. You're saying a lot of them. Not all of them, obviously. And and closer, you know, he doesn't have anything in a club kit. Yeah. So that's something. Oh, he does in, in a Lazio kit, yeah. That's of course, he scored dozens and dozens of goals for him. There you go. But, to be honest, I like opening Bundesliga product. They have improved it tremendously this year. Yeah. That's it. Like, you get rid of light, you get rid of... Um, I think Sapphire might be gone as well. You get rid of paper. Yeah. You have this, you have uh, finest, and I'm, I'm not complaining. I think it's not bad. Like there needs to be a German product. The hobby is booming over there. But we were talking about like we were opening. Not we're talking about. We opened loads of Bundesliga match text Chrome yes. when there was a million Bundesliga products, and that was fun. That was fun. Was Bundesliga rookie. designs have always been good, and it's always fun when you're reading it. Yeah, the one problem. Mittenfeld. Mittelfeld. The one problem with the Bundesliga now. Mm. is a problem that's outside the control of the Bundesliga and tops and everyone it's that now you have guys like Kevin Schade going from Freiburg to to Brentford when they're still young guys as opposed to the kind of Musa Diaby model where they're playing for a couple of years in the Bundesliga or the Haaland model or the Jude model that's happening earlier and earlier and earlier mm. so it's really hard now for to prospect, prospect because the the analytical Machines at Man City and at PSG and at Chelsea are whirring faster than the products could be printed. 
So there's yeah. guys getting snapped up at 15, 16, 17 who would have had great rookie cards when they were 18, 19 playing for, you know, Hertha Berlin. But they've been got. They've been gone. Yeah, it's kind of. I think it's gonna be a product for the German hobby in a big way. Yeah. Um, I think everyone else would kind of be able to have their fun with it without it being um everywhere. Yeah. Um, but I do think yeah, the Germans need it because the the hobby's so big over there, the soccer hobby is so big over there, and now they have a rich product full of their players, their teams, their clubs, their legends. Yeah. Uh, and I just think it'll be a W of a product for that niche. Let me say. Yeah, there's absolutely like there's nothing wrong with a Bundesliga. Nothing product. wrong. There is it. something no. wrong with seven in a year. You know that, that what yeah, we used yeah. to have, but at the same time we had that when there was good rookie. So it is what it is. I think I'm just positive steps for Bundesliga, and to a point where I'm seeing it come out, going, I want to open a few boxes, not going, oh god, Bundesliga. Yeah. So there you have it. That should be in hand probably this week, early, early this week. It came out Friday. Mm. So, um, that is Hobby HQ. Uh, I don't know how much football you watched over the weekend, Enzo, because I was with you pretty much every waking moment. Yeah, I didn't catch. Um, Jude Bellingham scored in his debut for Real Madrid. I've seen that. Um, was quite brilliant. I sent my mess, way to the bow. The record signing in the Premier League history, Moises Caicedo, uh, decided between Liverpool and Bright or Liverpool and Chelsea went to Chelsea for 115 million pounds or something. Um, on that. I don't really care to talk about the relative benefits of having a good defensive midfielder for both of those teams but Caicedo himself the saga went on for about three or four days and they would drip out news like he's deciding where he wants to go he's sleeping on it tonight or he's moving from Brighton to London he's going up here he's going down there and I just think he ends up signing an eight year contract at Chelsea and for me there's no way this guy goes on to be one of the best midfielders in the Premier League okay into for any, for any sort of time, because he's mucking about. Hmm. You're either serious or you're not serious. In what sense? Meaning, when the time comes, you don't want to be joining the team after the first game of the season. You're. He just strikes me as someone who maybe the sport is not the number one thing. Mm. The achievement on the pitch is not the number one thing, and you have to be incredibly talented to you know be that way and have an amazing legacy as a player okay they really are you know you're saying prices are very inflated at the moment for players I'm saying it's ridiculous yeah 115 million yeah From and the reason he's on an 8 year contract is because the Chelsea have amortised the price over the over, they put you on as long a contract as they can so that they're not breaking any rules in any given year because they're paying your contract paying your fee over the course of your contract yeah. and because Chelsea didn't qualify for Europe this year they're not bound by UEFA's new rule which is designed against Chelsea which is five years maximum amortisation so they're just bound by Premier League and there is no limit in the Premier League fascinating so um, yeah anyway so best of luck to Moises Caicedo Ronaldo won a trophy for Al Nasir okay first in their history the first trophy in their history yeah, yeah, yeah wow I believe so Definitely the first cup, but I think it's their first trophy. And what competition was it? The Saudi Cup or something. Right. Who'd they be? Okay, I'll Hilal, maybe? Whoever Savage went to. And a few of the boys. All right. <laughs> there you go. This is going to become... This is the first... Call that the first ever uh, Saudi um, league take. But catch us next year and we'll be on it. So, the newest player, Evan Ferguson, playing for Al Nasir. 
Jesus. Go, man. That's the future. No, not for me. But it's going to happen. I will never engage with that on Which this company will take that uh, license for someone asked us that day, Jason? I don't know. There you go. There you go. That's a bit of you. All right, that's it. See you on Thursday, everyone. Or are we doing a podcast on Thursday? Yeah, pretty sure we are, Jason. I don't know what's happening Thursday otherwise. See you on Thursday, everyone. <laughs>